I say he's so sweet. I wanna lick the rapper. So I let her lick the rapper. She licked me like a lollipop. What is up? Did y'all miss me these past few days? Um, it is Thursday, and y'all know Thursday is actually my original day that I was always going to drop podcasts. But then once the coronavirus happened, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to drop a podcast every single day while we're going through this corona. But honestly, I'm not going to lie, y'all. It really um, took a lot out of me to record those podcasts every day, even though it was amazing content and it was great for my numbers. And I'm so glad that I did it. I don't know if I could keep that up and keep the content just as good um, because I wasn't I didn't have time to focus on my music, which those of y'all know that that's, you know, definitely my main priority. So we're not going to do everyday days anymore. Um, So just going back to this Thursday episode. Now, I will say because I enjoy podcasting so much, I don't know if I should do twice a week. You know, like twice a week, I feel like maybe not wouldn't be too bad as far as every day. So. We'll just try to keep an ear out. But right now it's Thursday, so we got a new drop. And um, this is actually a really fun and exciting conversation um, with a friend of mine named Scoozy. I've been watching Scoozy for a long time. He's a brilliant performer. Um, and it's a really fun conversation. I do want to tell you guys, this Saturday um, I am performing on Instagram Live with Scoozy. So you're going to go on my Instagram Live at Imani Blair. And I'll be performing at 6 p.m., okay? So please go check it out. It'll be so much fun. All right, thanks. We are back with another episode of Lick the Rapper Pod. Um, I know you guys missed me, but I'm in the intro. In the intro, I'm sure I told you guys everything that I've been going through. It's been a tough week, but we are back and we are strong with a very, very special guest hey. today. What's up? What is up, Scoozy? The, the sky and coronavirus deaths. Oh, shit. Damn. We definitely gonna touch on the Miss Corona. From six feet. From six feet, yeah. because yeah, Scoozy came in here. I'm like, Scoozy, you know, I would love to give you a hug, but y'all, he in the bank with the people all day long. Dead ass, nah, you gotta, you gotta be safe, yo. <laughs> yeah, do you wear gloves? Nope, they got Scoozy. us in there raw dogging. What you mean, they you need to get your gloves for yourself? Yeah, it's, it's not a choice, honestly. Yeah, it's fucked up. Damn. But to keep it to keep it a whole stack though, as far as like how the gloves don't really do shit. It's more about cleanliness because it's an airborne disease. It's really more so. Niggas, yeah, niggas but just it need, helps though. Oh yeah, it helps because you know we touch our face and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for damn sure. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, listen. We'll get into the corona. Um, Scoozy is here because Scoozy is a very, very talented artist, and I do not say that lightly. I appreciate that. I do and not. It's, uh, mutual. I do not say that lightly. If y'all listen to it, anyways. Yes, Scoozy <laughs> is um, a very talented artist. One of the few people that I've seen perform live that impressed me. And when I say one of the few, like, the only. That shit, like, dang. Yeah. I hold the title. Yeah, like, in yeah. the city. Like, that means um, a lot, by the way. Thank you. Because live Seriously. performance means a lot to me. Yeah. You know, like, that means a lot. To me, that separates people who are really serious and people who not ready. Yeah. You know? Especially, we were actually, me and my um, my roommate slash brother Bruce were just talking about that before I left just now. We were saying how um, if niggas could boo like they used to, how much, like, like, how effective that would be. We were kind of, kind of joking, but I was dead ass. Cause, like, they still be booing. They, they could do it more. Like some colleges, like ODU, yeah, state, like I, they I still. Perform, yeah, I performed for there a couple times. I've uh, I didn't get booed, but I might as well have gotten booed there one time. Oh, I, that's yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, I never got booed, but I did have a really uncomfortable moment one time. I was like fifteen, sixteen. I was opening up for Diggy Simmons. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's, it's like times too. It's just different, different. Because we was talking, the the conversation came from. There's a a very well known clip of Lauren Hill when she was like like a kid in like the 80s and she pointed at the Apollo mm-hmm. and they booed the shit out of her and she was a child but she like didn't stop performing and she turned it around and everybody was fucking with her but yeah. they booed the shit out of her at first when though. I was on the Apollo they didn't they weren't allowed to boo children that's dope 
That's probably maybe it. What time? When did you go? If you don't mind me, I was ten. So that no, was I feel what? like I saw you post that before. Yeah. Yeah. And I was doing all little facial expressions. Yeah. So that, fifteen years ago. Yeah, cause and this, they weren't allowed. To, but back in the day, I think they yeah, they didn't give a. This fuck. was like the eighties. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> it's probably, um, it might be earlier than that. No. Mm. So okay. So have you? So you've never been booed before. Yeah, I've been booed the one time. I. Booed, yes. I like And y'all Scoozy's an amazing performer. I just wanna use we're talking about booing, but he great performers get booed. Oh yeah. But um and again I think that separates people too because it, it shows your resilience. But like the first time I ever rapped on a stage, like the exact literal not like when I first started, the first time I ever rapped on stage, somebody booed me and I handled it in like the worst way. But it kind of just showed me again. What did you do? <laughs> um, so the thing was, I had just moved to a different school. And um, I had a, a, it was like a talent show. And I had my little show at the end. And this girl was like, Yo, you dope. You should do a verse on one of my songs. Now I could just, you know, it's nothing. But at the time, it took a lot to memorize the shit in like a couple days. So I get on stage. And it's my turn. And I'm literally like maybe like two lines in. And I was thinking really, really hard. And as I like get to the third bar... This nigga came out of nowhere and was like, boo, nigga, you suck. And um, it fuck, obviously fucked my concentration up. But instead, it kept going. I was like, who the fuck said that? Mm. And then um, it was like some high, it was like a, some high school musical shit because I could, couldn't get my verse back. I couldn't like freestyle back into because now it's no problem. But at the time, I was just froze on stage. And then everybody started chanting my name like to cheer me on. They were like, Bruce, Bruce. Bruce, oh it was God. incredibly embarrassing. And then I played it off by I got off stage and started pop locking. <laughs> it was might have been the worst way to bomb. But then after, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So they was booing. Then they started cheering. Nah, one nigga booed. <laughs> okay, one nigga booed, and it, but it was like directly like because everybody I was like kind of known to rap, so niggas was like listening. But I was like, I, and it was straight. But it was like once I got to that third bar, that one nigga was like. Ooh, nigga, you suck. And then I was just like, who said that? And then it, from there, it just got, I got the support of people, but I just, once he said boo, the verse was gone. There was no coming back. <laughs> and them niggas was just like, Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> it was like, a bunch of people saying Bruce. Yeah, it was really Bruce. awkward. <laughs> okay, so at this point, was the music still playing? Yeah, it was just weird. <laughs> and then one of the guys. Who, Hold on, how old were you? Uh, 16, 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I got off stage and started pop locking. <laughs> it was the most random shit. Dead ass. What did the pop locking do? I have no idea. I think I just went, I got defensive. It was just like. <laughs> and niggas like, I really would like to know Yo, what, what, from an outside perspective, was like, bro, the first time I ever seen this nigga Scoozy, he got booed, <laughs> cussed the nigga out and started dancing off stage. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh, wow. And I'm telling you the short version. Too. The idea, like, the thought of that is it's really like, funny. No, it was hilarious. Damn. But afterwards, I was like, that wasn't that bad. Like, that that was as bad as it could have been, <laughs> and it didn't. You know my situation? I didn't hear boo, but it was like, they just weren't giving me no energy. And I remember one girl, I looked her dead in her eyes, and she was like, you know the womp womp. <laughs> Damn. I looked her dead. She was like, womp, womp. You know what's crazy? And it was just her. But I cried like a babe. What? After I, I thought that was the worst night ever. But you know what's wild, though? It's like, I feel like you, you get to a point, too. Because like, for me, I, I mean, that was really early. I was like, man, high school. I didn't really start performing for real for probably until like, I was like, grown to the grown, like 20, 21. And I remember like, my issue was in the seven five was I had to respect the people as a rapper, but I couldn't get show because the thing back then was, and unfortunately it, was, it wasn't that long ago, but it's not so much now. Is your, the whole goal was to get popping in the open mics and get a feature as the open mic artist, okay, and have like a ten minute set. Like that was the big thing because I went to Hampton, and Hampton we it's 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 almost crazy saying it now, but performances you you get like a minute and thirty seconds or thir three minutes. Three minutes was like a long performance at Hampton University. Yeah, and um. I'm, I was just fucking up the open mics and nobody would give me a chance to have like a feature performance that they shit. And it was one nigga in Hampton, my nigga Ron, shout out to him. And um, 
he he like started letting me. I, he gave me my first feature, and then he would randomly just let me feature at they shit like for a do a ten minute set. And I would, but at the time I was so aggressive just because I wanted it so bad. And then it's not like it's like I've always performed at this level, but I didn't have that respect. Right. So I was hungry. I was just like, like I didn't give a fuck who was there. Like I used to embarrass the shit out of people at open mics because I can freestyle. So like I'm good. Thank you though. But um, so if I saw people, and the thing is, people wouldn't even be wrong. People would just be like eating chicken or something, not paying yeah. attention. And I'd be mad that somebody wasn't paying attention. So I'd freestyle about such and such eating greasy ass chicken and yeah. not wiping their hands. And like, I mean, I'm way more chill now, but. No, but you wanted it. And I that's was honestly hungry. and that's yeah. really brave. Like the, like people don't know performing in front of people is hard. As fuck. It's hard. Like it's hard. That's why I respect somebody who I know does it well because it's not easy to it's not easy. Yeah. It is not for everybody. And so when it's the pressure's on and you got people not paying you attention, you got people texting, what you gonna do? I'm being exactly and Yeah. I, and I'm coming out swing because like but again I like from that trial and error period, I've figured out what works, what doesn't work, and um, I just know how to be aggressive musically to the point that now, it's like doing doing less with more. I know what to do and how to do it. Like I don't have to demand your attention now. I know how to do a thing that's gonna get your attention regardless. That's why I don't even sweat. Like I've had and there's video of it too where uh, I've been places like EDL Fest the first time there was EDL Fest and me and my band performed. They made us open up and um. The one thing that I benefited from, especially in seven five, is I've had the respect of other musicians before my my fan base or my crowds. So I remember the first time we opened up, they made us go first, and we was kind of like, "Bums, like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm a, it's just gonna be hard for you to perform after me." And oh, no, um, that's right. before I started performing, everybody was like walking around doing their own shit, not paying attention. And my man, who DJs up in Brooklyn, he grabbed the mic from me and was like, "Are y'all not gonna come watch this nigga? Do you know who this is?" And I'm not that type of dude, so I was like, "Hey, bro, it's cool, watch." And um, as soon as I like, and I think I even changed the set. I was like, "Hey, bro, just do this, and I'm just gonna do that." And when I started doing that, literally, you saw mad niggas go like, and like it's it's video, and it's um actually shout out to the homie Brian because he he's from the beach, but he uh owns Rotate out here now, and um that nigga you can watch video. This nigga cleared like mad uh like benches and shit like a fucking track meet and was like what the fuck is that and you just see him on camera like mad interested and i was just like bet all right that's how we do it i'm really um intrigued by your courage and your bravery like did your parents raise you to be like that or is that just something you've always had Mm, nah i was pussy when i was little but um i just adapt i adapt well my parents is tough like they cool they cool as shit like my parents they're not like they didn't like beat me with staplers and shit but um no i said they didn't they did i know yeah. but damn <laughs> but um now nah, they are uh, both my parents are the oldest on both sides and then i'm the oldest of my brothers how my many cousins. brothers and sisters you got i only got two brothers but i have a lot of cousins okay yeah so um i've always been the oldest and i've always had to step up and i was very very like shy and sensitive when i was little really i'm, I'm still am i just know how to use what's your it. sign i'm a gemini oh my god me too turn up uh, June first. Yeah. yeah, I'm June fourth. Period. Wow, it's so many dope fucking Gemini's in yeah. the world. You know, we're not gonna get into that yeah, yeah. Gemini talk. Y'all not ready for that gang gang shit? Yeah, no, I have a whole thing about not really the the horoscope, but the numerology of it, like the duality. Yeah, That's see, true. I don't know much. I'm not like deep into it. Yeah, I, I hate horoscope stuff, but I do think. Me too, because. I I just got it and I just got into it with somebody recently and they tried to bring up some horoscope shit and I'm like that has nothing to do with you acting like a piece of shit right now. That <laughs> blows the shit out of me and it's like because my thing is with horoscopes and shit like that there is like some truth to it but a lot of motherfuckers don't get it they take one thing and they just go with it and they use that as an excuse to either act like an ass or explain other people and it's just like nigga it's way deeper than talking that. about snapping talking about you know mercury is in retrograde i said bitch fuck mercury fuck you fuck retrograde yeah. fuck that and it should be blowing me is like niggas talk about it and don't know what the fuck they're talking about yeah like Again, that's not my thing. They don't. But how about these people don't know shit about shit? Yeah, that's what blows me. That's the thing. Y'all don't. Y'all are sitting. Y'all are looking online, reading these articles. Y'all don't know who the fuck wrote these articles. And y'all going around acting like y'all fucking know it. Y'all don't. Because you know what fucked me up in a positive way? I had read this book called, um, it was a Secret History of the World. And I actually got it on some, like, some bullshit. I thought it was going to be, like, some cornball shit. 
because I saw on the back it was like the truth about the Illuminati and I was like oh this is gonna be stupid as fuck let me look at this shit and I, when I actually took the time because I, again I was doing the shit that I I uh, don't like that people do which is I hate when people just see one or two things and they immediately right. throw judgment and when I actually read it what it was saying it's not saying that's what about that it was saying like the book is about how um, pretty much back in the day, secret societies aren't what people think. If you say secret society, people think like people like sacrifice and new world order. And it's like, nah, it was just like the fraternities of their day. Pretty much back then, religion was everything. Anything science or mathematical was considered blasphemy. So you couldn't even talk about anything that like one plus one equals two. That's the devil. Like, damn, nigga, I just I just got two of these things and i said it was two like so what they used to do was they had like these secret societies that where they could discuss science and stuff like that freely without having to worry about shit like that and what what really intrigued me was i was reading like the first little like two three pages and um they were talking about when you join that uh the people who are already members of that organization they act out what the coming of the world was to them and what fucked me up is I'm a member of a fraternity and we had something similar. I'm Fami Alpha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, music and shit. But um they uh it was the same shit. That's what kinda fucked me up was I was like, this is super secret. How the fuck is this so similar? And um once I got more into it, what they did in the book that I liked was they would explain the um like the mythology behind something like what like the cool shit is then they would they would explain the scientific part and then they would explain where it meets at in the middle and it's like some of the shit i don't agree with in the book but i feel like that's kind of what people have to learn too is to like separate like you can intake knowledge and not agree with or believe everything that you I hear i feel that way about the bible like yeah. you know our yeah, generation yeah. you know everybody now is cool to like you know talk shit about the bible or like people don't like religion people don't like church but it's like there is still a lot of things in the bible that helps me a lot right now you know what i'm saying it's so like yeah. even though yeah i don't everything i don't believe i don't but there is a lot i mean Definitely. there's so much good to take from it and i hate that it's so much like even you if know, you're not shame. christian yeah like, it's so much good to take from it it's funny because i heard somebody talking about that recently it was this dude well, a couple dudes they were like strong atheists like 10 years ago they was like just shitting on the bible and all types of organized religion and the more they move from atheism to like understanding like because the first thing is just like i don't believe in this i don't believe in that cool and it's really not even atheism it's more so um being agnostic as far as acknowledging a higher power but not an organized religion and a lot of them they start off with fuck this fuck this fuck that and once they start to try and discover things it brings them back to it's like back to the bible where it's just like this, like if you look at it from a non-religious standpoint it essentially is a guide on how to live your fucking life yeah and it's like right. when you kind of start if you don't agree with the Again, like you say, you don't have to fucking believe everything. Yeah. But there's a lot. There's of, a lot of great. There's a lot of greatness. A lot of the stories are still relatable to the things we go through right now. I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. The scriptures are still relevant. So, you know, like that is absolutely. Y'all not. Y'all. I love the Bible. Yeah. I got to get more <laughs> into it. Honestly. My grandma is um she like literally graduated from Bible school. So like she can break down the Bible like it's nothing. And so yeah. she calls me weekly and like lets me know, gives me, th gives me a scripture for the week and stuff so yeah. it's been helping me no nah, I, I gotta get more into come on my, my people's aren't really religious like that so like i didn't really mm, have that upbringing. okay so um which is funny because my parents both of their parents are incredibly whatever their thing is like so my mother is like like classic black southern baptist like they was in church all the time my grandma's still in church all the time choir everything my father went to catholic school i think my little cousin about to go to catholic school now like everybody was like raised in church type shit and then like me they like when i'm here because i'm also in a different environment because my father's from st thomas my mother's from north carolina okay i'm like my only family here so they were just like i don't really give a fuck i mean this is how you pray this is what we believe in you take that and go with it like right um you know what's interesting though i don't know because sometimes it might be better for you to find your own way i think so like you're able to discover it for yourself where for me it was like beat into me yeah and then i had to grow up feeling contradicting of like trying to figure out who i was because it's like you grow up believing this you know and then you, you grow up and you're like mm, i don't know if that's really what i believe like yeah. ooh. i was to keep it a stack i was scared into being christian like not on purpose either my grandma she used to have those little pamphlets where they have like the comics and it's like uh it'll tell like a, a story of somebody and then the end is always 
if you don't repent, you're going to hell. Like, right. and that scared the shit. I was six and I was like, what the fuck is hell? Yeah. Like, nigga, that shit is scary. And I like, I, so I got baptized twice. I was <laughs> baptized. All me and my brothers and cousins were baptized in the but same. But you said you're not religious, but you were baptized twice. Yeah, I was scared. That's pretty religious. I was scared of shit. Oh my like, goodness. I was baptized as an infant when I, um, we, all of us, like through Catholic shit or whatever, had been baptized in the same church in Frenchtown and St. Thomas where my family's from on my dad's side. But then when I read all that shit, I, I was like six. I was like, yo, I need to get baptized so I don't go to hell. And my dad was like, I mean, you already got baptized. I was like, it will do it again. So then I got baptized, like classic Baptist shit, like in the water. I got baptized too when I was like 12. Wait. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, it just was kind of the thing to do, right. you know, at our church. Like, okay, you're you're of age now, you know, like get baptized. Um, but, you know, I'm still dealing with what my thoughts are on it. It's it's what I grew up on. I still love God. I pray to God. God is with me all day, every day. He literally, I talk to, you know what I'm saying? Like right. my relationship with God is amazing. I'm still working on my relationship with like religion and what exactly I believe yeah. you know just that fine line especially between like spirituality and then religion yeah the religion is just more so the organization of it spiritual your relationship with god yeah but the church writes my checks so yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta do <laughs> but i'm actually yeah. i'm gonna have a first lady on soon oh that's on lit. the podcast because there's some questions i want to ask her so yeah i'm excited about that um dope so okay scoozy before we end the music interview segment um we're doing a live Instagram show on Saturday. Hell yeah. You know what's funny? You were saying it, and I don't know why I was receiving the information like it was new. I'm like, word? Oh, my God. Damn, that's crazy. Word. I'm like, nah. But yeah, yeah, damn sure. We are doing that. I'm very fucking excited. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Okay, so how does it work? So are we just going to, are we only going to tell people to go to your live, or do I need to have my live going too? Um, I'll say do it if you want to. I'm not going to tell you not to. Um, as far as what I'm personally doing, I'm gonna have my um my IG live up and I'm gonna have my Facebook live up. Okay. Um, again, if you want like to, two phone type of situation. Yeah, I'm gonna have a phone and a laptop. So okay. my phone is gonna have the Instagram, my laptop's gonna have the Facebook. Okay. Um, I'm definitely welcome you to do it. It's not like gonna fuck up anything I'm doing. Okay. So I'm I'm here for it. I just want people to just you know to see it. Yeah, it'll be something fun. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. I think I think ours is gonna be like. No disrespect to anybody who's been doing it, but I think ours is going to be good. I think ours is going to be real good. I feel like everybody's been kind of half, like the ones I've seen have been kind of half-assed or kind of joking. Like they've been, some of them have been dope and creative, but I feel like a lot of them have been kind of jokey. That's we like, got lights? Um, nah, but we're not going to need them. Jose, I'm, I could get some. Yeah, I mean, shit, I'm with it. Um. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm. I'm nervous. I'm always nervous when I perform. Do you have bad nerves? I have terrible yeah. nerves to the point. I say this all the time. If you gave me a gun right before I went on stage, I probably would off myself. Yeah. Like my anxiety be on. Um. I, Crazy. I have a thing. It's like a, a well-known secret that I. It's not on purpose. It's just my thing. I always shit before I perform. Wow. And it's not like on a list. It just happens. Like it's just like anytime I'm any, I'm just I'm wild shitty. Like at any venue I'm at, like I'm not, <laughs> it's going down. Like you might as oh, well wow. have that shit cleared out. But I'm, See, people don't know. That's the stuff people don't know. Yeah. Y'all see us and you know people, oh God, you know you be killing it. You know you're a dope. It's like, thank you, but y'all don't know what I'm going through. Yo, I be, but the, my thing is, it's it depends because I'm competitive as fuck. So what'll happen too is, that's why I like doing shows with other artists. I, I like I like being challenged. That's why I like performing. Is that what me. you were saying about me? Yeah. <laughs> so like, because I'm, com I'm super competitive. Yeah. Especially with, with performing. Yeah. And, um, I, I, pr I prefer it to be friendly. But I've had a couple situations where it wasn't friendly, and I've been kind of uh, ass. So I'm, I'm usually a very, very nice person, but with <laughs> stuff like that, you like, know, Scoozy, I haven't run into that yet. Like yeah. since I've, you know, I, as a little girl, I performed a whole lot, and then I stopped for a while. And since I've been grown and I'm getting back into it, it's, it's been love from it. I mean, to my yeah. face, yeah, you yeah. know. But I haven't had any of them situations. I, I get respect for the most part, and I think it's just at this point, and it's that's not like a it's not a um a flex, but I feel like flex. Well, nah, cause I I don't want it, but it's like I feel like a lot of niggas know that my shit is so dope. Talk you, about it. You can't really fuck talk with about me. it, right? So, but <laughs> I like it. Talk I like about that. it. I like when you can like when you be like, oh, this nigga ain't shit, so I can be like, all right, bet, got you. Yeah. We had one situation. We had we've had a couple where we almost had to like throw hands with people. Oh my god, like, Scoozy, talk about it. Yeah, we had, and one one of them I was wrong, and then the other one, 
it was just like uh, I used to be real cool with this group of people when we was doing shit in Hampton. Shout out to them. That's very um, that's me being petty, but um, <laughs> their their man's their main dude was a guy who was putting me on with shit, and the rest of them, one of the dudes, I think he was wild soft because he had an issue because he was fucking some girl that um I you know fucked her first, which I don't care about shit like like hey man everybody's grown do what you do. And um, he had like I don't remember if he approached me about it or what, but he was like kind of jokey about it. But I'm honest, I was like, yeah, X, Y, and Z happened. But I'm like, you know, it's whatever. Very cool person, like whatever. And he didn't seem to be bothered. Like he was like, oh, okay, cool. But behind closed doors, he was wild, salty, and was I'm just and like I, that. And he was a rapper. Mm-hmm. And um, so when we got to doing a show, like this was like the first show that we all did with our mutual friend. He had moved away. And there was so much shade to me and my people, but they didn't know how many people I brought and they didn't have a big crowd. So we get there or whatever. And it's obviously a lot of tension and stuff. So we get to, I get to perform in my set. And when I perform, as soon as I get on stage, all of their people went to the, like, the bar and went to the back and doing this and that. And it didn't bother me at first, but I got to a part of my set where I do an acapella and um, I'm doing an acapella. And niggas was talking, and I forgot how I did it, but I freestyled into the acapella, like, y'all, y'all gonna respect the mic. And one, and it got quiet, and one nigga was like, no. Mm. And so I was like, who the fuck said that? And it was cool, because before that, that wasn't, like, we had on, like, suits and shit. Like, we had, like, a whole vibe. So I'm like, who the fuck said that? And when I said who the fuck said that, like, 15 niggas went. Mm. And I guess they didn't know said 15 niggas was there, so then it got very quiet. And then me, I'm just like, all right, then. And we keep going, and then, like, after the set there was no like handshakes there was no good show it was everybody was salty but i was like but y'all niggas won't about to do shit but um i had another situation in norfolk where i definitely was in the wrong i was drunk as shit and i had brought you drink before you perform yeah see i can't do that it took a while i had to make sure i had my shit i can't be too fucked up because my my addiction will get all fucked i got too much right here so my (laughs) my like uh, pronunciation will get. I feel up. like my anxiety is so terrible. Literally, adding anything on would make me like freak out. Yeah, the craft comes first. Yeah, the craft for comes me first. too. Yeah, and then like for me to what what I've done because I you know I'm I play saxophone before I rap, and have been you know for a long time. So like yeah, I hear it too. So sorry to interrupt your regular scheduled programming of sucking dick. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but y'all already know I got drip for sale. If you want to support me, if you want to support the podcast, the only way to do that is to buy some drip. I got Monzi merch for sale on imaniblair.com. Um, thank you so much to everybody who's bought some today. Um, yeah, I really appreciate the support, y'all. For me, it makes a big difference, especially right now with the coronavirus. I've lost both of my jobs, both of my ways of making money. So this is literally all I have is my music and my art. And that's the only way that y'all can help support me financially. So please, please buy some merch, guys. I have T-shirts for $20. Come on, you spend $20 on blunts every week. So help a sister out. Get some merch. All right, back to the episode. Okay, we're back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we left off. You were saying something about the saxophone. Oh, yeah, I was just saying, like, uh, I learned how to drink with my performances from playing sax. Because like, <laughs> we used to... Um, oh, yeah, y'all, he's a real musician. He, yeah, he can really play. Yeah, because when, we, when I, I, went to, I went to Hampton University on a um, music scholarship. So I played. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So I played sax in like all the bands, of course, like, you know, marching band, pet band, all that shit, uh, section leader, everything like that. So, um, of course, in HBCU fashion, we turn up before everything. And so it just kind of I just got used to it just being like I never really drank like that prior to to college. But then, you know, I got into it. It was a little slow at first, but then it just became a natural thing where it was just like. Uh, it was just mo- like a uh, muscle memory. Like I played, but I played sax so much that it was no issue. If anything, I played a little better when I was drunk because I was a little bit more relaxed. But at first, with rapping, I couldn't do that because you know I'm slurring and shit, and I don't like not being in control. Right. But um, and even now, I've I've had a couple sets here and there, and it's like you might not be able to tell, but I'll watch and be like, I don't like how that looked. That looked. That hold looked on, sloppy. stay. Hold on, you hold on, stay on topic. Oh yeah. This is the fight though. You were drunk. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Well, now so we, what happened? Oh yeah, so with that, um, so pretty much we were in Norfolk. We had a show. We closing or whatever. Um, and we're not going deep. This is like maybe four people, including me and Brian, who performing. And um, the details were all over the place, and I was lit, so I was just mad, irritated, cause shit is just all over the fucking place, and I'm just ready to perform. <laughs> so tired. Of, I'm tired of that. Oh yeah, I don't even. I don't deal with that. I'm shit not like I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over it, y'all. I'm not fucking playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't tolerate it. So I'm so over it. We we get to performing, and then they don't have my tracks and Hold shit. Hold on, cause yeah. Yo, you left your phone. Man, was it? That shit is OD. And then I couldn't figure out how to um get it. I could not figure that shit out for nothing. Josh, this Scoozy. Scoozy, this Josh. Talented as fuck. Thank you. I just want to shout out that we both wearing our own merch right now. Oh, yeah. Like, period. Damn sure. That's that's lovely. Um, Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh. You know what? Fuck it. Because, honestly, we've talked too long. This is sex talk okay. time anyways. It's been almost 30 minutes. Y'all, that is Scoozy. We're performing this Saturday, 6 p.m., Instagram Live. I'm going to start promoting hard tomorrow. Yeah, me too. Um, and, I'm, by the way, if you don't know, now you know. Any, We are taking donations towards the brand. Um, any, If we get any donations over $25, I'm taking a shot on camera. <laughs> okay, so if y'all want to see Scoozy super drunk taking a shot on camera, it'll be $25 or more. Hey. Any donations if y'all want to support me, y'all know I got my Monzi merch, imaniblair.com. Make sure you give us that cash app too so we can post that. Um, you know, yeah, that's true. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll, talk about it. we'll, talk we'll about discuss it cuz yeah, I just got a random $50 from somebody I don't know just now in cash. Hey. Anywho, okay, yes. it's sex talk. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about bubbles in the tub. Let's talk about making love. All right, Scoozy. Hey. This is actually super interesting because I've had a conversation with somebody that you've had sex with. Oh, turn up. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, I mean, they had nothing but great things to say. Oh, well, I'm happy. <laughs> trying to think of who it could be but i think i know who it is yeah nothing but great things to say so i want to know how do you feel about dick yelp have you heard of dick yelp i nah what's that you know what regular yelp is yeah dick yelp is like literally you can type in a name and a yelp comes up like reviews on their dicks. oh man see that's i like that that's i think that's proactive but girls could lie though that's the only thing about humans Ah, i've had that too Mm, see yeah mm. right 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 yeah it is what it is i mean i don't really sweat because at the end of the day it's one of them like personal confidence things if you know what you're doing and i what know you that's can do, right you don't worry about shit like that right yeah because <laughs> at the end of the day it's your word against because <laughs> all i'm gonna say is all right but i'm not fucking you so <laughs> tough luck <laughs> okay question what do you type in your porn search bar um, I don't type, man. I go straight to the ebony category. <laughs> yeah. So you type I'm, in ebony. I don't even type it. I just go categories. I'll, <laughs> I'll act like I'm gonna think about. I'll act like I'm gonna think about it, and I'm just like, I know what I'm getting off this menu. I'm very pro-black. Okay, okay. So once you're in ebony, though, is it a certain? Is it like? Do you like professional? Do you like homemade? It depends on how I'm feeling. Honestly, I'll tell you what I don't like, and <laughs> no disrespect to the uh, the white homies, but I do not <laughs> like white dudes fucking black women porn. Now in in life, do what you do, but as far as when I'm watching, I just I've been getting more like pro black over the years, and it's like it's gotten to the point where I watch this shit and feel uncomfortable, like. And then oh, I feel like anytime it's white dudes and black women, it's always borderline racist. It's like it's like white cock fucks uh, dirty ebony slut. No, I like, feel what? that I feel that more when it's a black man and a white girl. That shit is racist. Oh, Those yeah, captions, yeah. black um Mandingo, thug. Cock, yeah, like, black thug. You know, like, fucks innocent. You know, eighteen year old manga. Like, like damn, nigga. Like that shit, that shit, I, I feel very uncomfortable, and then I don't like white women like that either, like sexually. But mm, that's not my thing. I don't, I don't really like the the pork in the in the porno. That's not my thing. <laughs> mm. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we're in the ebony section. Okay. So are we excited? Like threesomes? Like, are you into it? Um, it depends. Cause it's like shit that I might not be into in regular life. I'll still click. Like if I oh, see, absolutely. If I see like a clip. And it's like, and it's like one of them things too, where if you ever get on YouTube and you start getting into random shit, it's the same with porn. I found myself in like a maze of oh, like, oh, well, listen, porn will take you there. Like, and then by the time you finish, you're like, yeah. oh my, oh my god. Like I got, I recently started watching this show. Your name, uh, I think her name's like Mini Stallion or some shit like that. Oh yeah, you know oh, what I'm talking about. Oh, um. She's like not a midget. Well, excuse me, little person, but she's like an itty bitty bitch. Like she's like mad is small. Is she trans? Nah. Oh, okay. Nah, nah. And again, no disrespect if that's what yeah, you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, Not my thing. Yeah, mini stallion. Yeah. She's just super little. Yeah, she's just a little. And she be getting fucked. Yes. <laughs> she mad little. She stand up sucking dick. Like, that's like her thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like on borderline hilarious, but at the same time, it's like. So. Would you like fuck a little person? Probably not. But, you know, never say never. They grown. Yeah. They are grown as the fuck. And they take dick just as good as anybody they else. They got fat asses. Period. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with nah, it. Nah, not at all. I really don't. Um I know a little a little person, like a dude, and he be bagging shorties. Like that's his thing. He actually looked at me crazy. I saw him at Funny Bone and I was like, Hey yo, blah blah blah. This nigga turned around like nigga kid, come on. I'm like, Oh, my bad, bro. Not blah blah blah. <laughs> like he gave me that look like nigga. You see, I'm with some mm. respect. You got it, homie. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you're into it. You're in. Okay, so what about booty eating? You said booty eating. Yeah, I thought you said booty eater. Like I thought it was like a game or some shit. Like, <laughs> like nah, nah. I like, mean, it can be. There it is. <laughs> nah, I eat ass, but it depends. <laughs> it has. I mean, it's not like every ass. I think that's what some people get. Con, like confused when it's like when it comes to ass eating but to keep it a stack what ass eating is now was how pussy eating was when i was like probably like like first getting into high school right. like like niggas was acting like like vagina was like the scariest shit to push your mouth on. right and now it's like just mad regular but now it's like ass eating is slowly becoming right. accepted but keep it a stack motherfuckers been doing both of those things for a very long a time a very long time it's just people just now it's just like because at first when i've just, been getting my ass ate for a very long time you say that like a like a civil rights leader like <laughs> i've been getting my ass ate because since. like it's just uh, the hypocrite like y'all nah, we yeah. are grown y'all just need to cut it fucking out bro like you know that song that my song lena the plug people were so offended that eat my ass for dinner and that's when i was like are y'all kidding me my grow up grow come on Niggas been eat y'all been eating and ass. getting ass ate too. <laughs> Men <laughs> act like they don't be getting their ass ate. Okay, so yeah. have you had your ass ate? Yes, not you like not on a regular. And I'm not against it. I'm with the shits, no pun intended. But um, but nah, I mean that I can understand why that might be a little bit more daring of a task than the other way around. Okay, we, so did you, did she ask you permission or she nah, just did it? Tequila, tequila <laughs> asked permission. Niggas was drunk, and I was just like, all right, bet. Thank you. So, did she ask or no? No, nah, she just did it. And, and you were, because like, every girl that I know, because I have friends that eat ass, yeah. like, um, my man, he's totally against it. But every man that I know that had it, loved it. And every girl that I know is like, oh, don't ask permission. You just have to do it. Yeah, because niggas is mad homophobic on the inside. Yeah. And it's, it's a cultural thing. It's something that, especially with black men, because it's like, and that's that's not might be a little bit deeper of a conversation. But yeah. I feel like the the level of sexuality for black men is so slim because everything in our culture considers everything fucking gay. Yeah. So it's like like for example, like um one thing I'm not with, but I wouldn't judge somebody for doing is like, you know, um like the prostate shit. Some dudes is into that. Not me. I'll pass. Like getting pegged. Ah, not quite there. That's like another step. But again, no judgment if that's what you do. But now, like, you have some people that do like the prostate massage type shit where you get like a finger or two and do the thing. Again, not for me. But I would never judge it. Has somebody ever tried to put their finger in there? No. uh, Actually, I lie. Someone did try that shit with me and it was a bad situation. What'd you do? I freaked out because there was no permission. There was no like, because if you talk to me. So that needs to be a conversation. Oh, yeah. That's penetration. (laughs) I have a virgin booty, and I plan on keeping it that way. 
<laughs> not my thing. Cause but I'm, she went too far. He's like, cause all I felt was like, and I knew she was going, and that's actually a really funny story too. That whole story. That's like another story, but like I could kind of tell because she was really into my balls. And like nothing else, like to the point it was just she like she just always was down there. Well, it was just we, this was the only time something happened, but she was like sucking my balls. I was like, all right, cool, wonderful. But she just had never really left the area, and I was like, I feel like she's prepping for some shit. And like her hands kept getting closer, and sure enough, I felt like on the edge, like that, and I was like, ah, like I freaked out. So was she eating your ass? Nah, nah, she was just on her balls. So she just went into your dry booty. She tried to. But if I hadn't said nothing, that would have been full thumb to butt. Like, I would have been a bowling ball if I hadn't said nothing. But she she definitely tried that shit. I was like, I'm good, man. Oh, my God. Okay, so how many women have eaten your ass? Oh, just the one. Okay, yeah. and that's not this girl. No, no, no. That, oh, was, wow. that was a whole different situation. So you liked it from her? Yeah, that was cool. Okay, was see? Weird. Okay, so were, was this somebody you were in a relationship with? Nah, this was like some ho really? shit. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And she was eating that booty. Tequila. Tequila make you do that. So how many times would y'all y'all fucked a lot? Nah, we would that oh, like okay. that that time? Like yeah. that evening? Yeah, we fucked a lot. That, oh, so it oh wow. That was like marathon tequila sex. So this was like a okay, we're drunk, this is a moment, we fucked up. This wasn't something that was happening all right, the time. Right, right, yeah. Nah, it wasn't like she came back the next day and was like, Bro, I need more of that. Oh, ass. okay. Like, the, what did you put in that? The no, that's so crazy that you say that because the other night <laughs> I was getting my ass ate and Faye was like, that was some good booty. <laughs> that's hilarious. You think it's got a, like a napkin like. <laughs> like, like, the, like oh my God. Like, mm. He was like, that was some good booty. It's a spicy meatball. Oh my God. Some good sauce. That is so funny. That is so crazy. Okay, so so... So if a girl want to eat your ass, you cool with it. Yeah. Period. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not tripping on that. <laughs> Period. And it's crazy. Cause I remember when I was younger, the first time I even heard of somebody getting their ass ate, it was a Joel Santana interview in like a like Vibe or The Source. And they were asking, this is what we're doing now. They asked some sex questions. It was like asking about getting his ass ate. And he was like, yeah, I'm with it. And I remember thinking, I was like, that's gay. And then I was like, I mean, is it gay? And I'm going to keep on like 15 at the time. Anything that you do with a woman, exactly. if you're a man... Having sex with a woman, <laughs> you are straight. You're that, good. That's that cultural shit, man. It's like any. That's why I don't judge. Dude. Like if if even if you do like getting pegged, this this that, I bro, do what you do. I don't give a fuck. Like, and that's another thing too. I think people care a little bit too much about what other people are doing. Like you're not doing that, so like just know what you like and what you don't like. Um, okay. So pegging is out of the question. oh, way out of the question. <laughs> that's not happening. Fuck out of here. No, no judgment. How do you feel about using? Would you like use toys with your lady? Yeah, yeah, I've done yeah. That. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I think yeah, that's cool. That. I mean, I've never done it, but like, I think that's really cool. Butt plugs are tight. Really? Yeah, I, I had. Sex with see, them. I'm anal. I'm kind of like, ugh. That's not my thing either, because my I'm deep down. I'm mad. It's ironic because I'm mad squeamish with like fecal matter, because I feel like once you like go in there, my smile. I just don't want. I just imagine like like a like a doo doo particle just. Like just falling on the mm. bed, and I'm just like, damn, look at that. But um, <laughs> but I'm just not really into like like actual anal sex is not my thing. I'm just not. Yeah, the butt plug shit is because, and I did I had to learn this. The butt like because y'all tissue was so thin, like whatever she puts in that ass, you are gonna feel right. So, like, it's like ridges and shit. That's why I was like, because at first like the girl I was with at the time, she asked me, I was like, I mean, if you want to do that, I don't care. <clears throat> and then I I was fucking, I was like, oh. I'm with this. This is nice. I have nothing but positive reviews for what's happening right now. Um, but sometimes it can be too much. I can imagine. <laughs> As a girl, I mean, you know, like it's fun to get kind of fun, yeah. but sometimes it's like, all right, like your pussy can only take but but so much. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, honestly, like because of this podcast, because of the type of music I make, people assume I'm much freaker than what I am. And I'm a freak. I think I'm a freak. But like when it comes to like stuff in my ass, like it yeah, just it, that's, like that's the line. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm still young though. Cause, I, cause older women, shit. Then once you get about forty, they be doing my, all that shit. One of my friends, she had anal for the first time. Well, 
I would say she said she had it successfully for the first time the other day. And she told me about it, and she was just saying how like she like both her and her man's was just like, yeah, it was like it was like I I could have did without it, but I'm glad we did it so we can like that curiosity has been satisfied. But again, for me, for like me personally, it's not on my list. Like I'm never. I, I, yeah, I can't never say Like you said We get older You never know But as of now Whoever I'm with I'm like I'm, I'm good But I will say this too Something I've learned recently is I am not as freaky As I thought I was Like talking to other people And what right. other people are into Like I'm That's sick. what made me Really comfortable To start this podcast I was listening to Other sex podcasts Yeah and I'm like, they were, you know, and I mean, these are women that are pegging niggas, like, yeah. that are really, you know, like, going to sex clubs, like, they live that life. And I'm like, okay, so I'm, what I'm talking about is literally not, I'm talking about ass eating. Like, yeah. that is, that's regular, you and, know? And, and it's funny, again, and that's freaky to somebody. Right. To yeah. a roommate, our roommate Josh you just met, he's yeah. on the podcast, he don't eat ass, like, he thinks that's just crazy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's, so that's cute. Yeah, grow up. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think that wraps up sex talk. Yeah. So y'all, like I said, I have the dick the dick yelp report and it was an A plus. Hey. Seriously, for Scoozy. So congratulations. All right. So now we're gonna get into Mon's email. Y'all know if y'all want advice, if you want me to Holla at you, whatever you want to talk about, you can email me at licktherapperpod at gmail.com. Hey. Um, yeah. All right, so Scoozy, are you down to give some advice? Hell yeah. Okay. Dear Imani, I'm 17 years old and I don't want to get a job nor a degree. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is going well um i love music and i'm really good at music i even started getting some clout in my high school what is some advice that you could give a young artist like myself and how can i start monetizing my craft shit stop worrying about monetizing it but be aware of it i would say like that's that's the main thing is you like the, your craft comes first like i would say everything like the found like it's like building a house it's a foundation your foundation has to be your craft and your love and admiration for what you do the monetization is super important as far as making a living but when you focus too much on the bread you don't focus enough on the the genuine aspect because you got like and again that's even goes a little deeper as far as like being a human and your purpose on this earth and shit like that because money is relative it's just something that we need but it is important so i'll but i would say outside of that studying being making sure that like a lot of niggas only focus on the crap and don't get into the business you need to be like because the music business changes every fucking day literally you need to be working like as far as fit realizing what you do monetize off of what you can monetize off of but then also you know just know that it's not the fucking 70s anymore you can't just not do something at 17 18 and you know just start doing clubs and she's like nah you gotta get a fucking job and but I will also say this too: the important part of getting a job, as like as a musician, when you do shit like that, you're becoming a small business owner, you're an entrepreneur. When you work a job, you start to understand how you can structure your eight hours a day in a in a uh, constructive manner. And a lot of people don't take advantage of being in a work situation like that, because you got to think if you quit your job like today, I work at a bank. Let's say I quit cold turkey, I now have eight hours that just freed up. So the main thing is now. As opposed to I might be getting X amount of bread for each hour. Okay, how am I going to take that same level of productivity for somebody else's business and apply it to mine? So I agree 150%, 200%. Everything you said I was going to say. Get a fucking job. Get a fucking job. It's just as a grown adult, yes. it's time you need to be paying your own phone bill. Like if your parents allow you to live with them, you need to be grateful for that. Stay with them. Stack your money. Get a fucking job. Go to some open mics. Meet some people. Use social media. Post content often. Post the content. I've been actually slacking like recently, but like you, we need to be posting content often. Push. Like literally, you have to do it the same way we did it. Yes, that's yes. that's literally you do it from the fucking ground up. I don't think you should be worried about monetizing shit. You need to get a job. Let that be your income. And you need to just study music. There's a book right now out called um, How to Make It in the New Music Business by Ari Herstand. It mm. changed my life. I would recommend any, any independent artist to get this book. I need to get that. Um, it's changed my life. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of resources out. There's there's a lot more. Y'all have so many resources. So, dude, you go get a fucking job. Yes. Um, and shoot, promote your shit. 
stack your bread. Get some features. Pay artists for features. Like, do what you fucking got to do. And eat ass. And you definitely need to eat ass. If you, you listen, you're a young man. And if you, I understand if, if y'all don't want to eat random booty, I'm cool with that. I don't get eat it. random booty. <laughs> like, <yeah>. No. <laughs> yeah. If she, I just feel like if you've seen her out, come out the shower. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then, she, then the ass is good to be. Yeah. Eating. That, that's fair. That's yeah. Fair. Unless she don't wipe her ass. But that's a whole different segment. If you took her on a date to Chipotle, I would not recommend. Oh my god! Eating ass after you might be spitting out corn for a Shit, while. You crazy? Listen. Okay. All right. So yeah. So I think that's some good advice for you. I think you're trying to do way too much. Yes. So yeah, there's you're not. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've been doing this shit. Um. I mean, off and on since I was 10 years old, 15 years old, 15 years now. And I'm just coming to a space in my life, in my career where I've learned, where I'm learning things on how to monetize. And it's not like, listen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit is hard. It takes time. And again, yeah. it's, it's one of them things that you just can't skip over. It's, it's, you have to, you got to go through the maze. You have to do the whole race. Like, and then and again, we see if you're really in it to win it or not. That's, that's how we really see, you know. The uh, character of you, of you, of what it is that you maybe it might not be for you, and that's just how we're gonna see. Yeah, <laughs> the same way that everybody else do it, dude. We out here grinding, trying to figure this shit out. It is not for the weak. Shit. Man. So, <laughs> buckle up. Um, and I'll see you at the top. Hopefully. All right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, y'all, we have our Instagram live. Uh, yes. Tomorrow. I mean Saturday. Ta-da. Yeah, Saturday. <laughs> Tomorrow. Well, when they hear this, t- Saturday. Fuck it. Saturday. When are we starting? Five. Five thirty. Five thirty. Okay. The show starts at five thirty, but I perform at six. Yeah. And then Scoozy, what time do you perform? Six ten. Six ten. Perfect. Okay. Cool. It's not going to be many of us in there. We will be social distancing. Like a motherfucker. But I'm super excited. We just want to give y'all some dope shit real quick. You want to we'll set the bar up a little bit higher for, for these. Facts. Because yeah. y'all's, y'all's lives been ass. Yes. And not eating. Period. So y'all can check us out on um, Scoozy's live. Y'all can check us out on my live. I'll be, um, yeah, both of us will be on live. So Damn sure. All right, Scoozy. Is there any last words? Where can they find you? Um, as long as you can spell Scoozy, you can find me. So it's uh S K U Z with two eyes. Hopefully, like your face. If as long as you can spell that, you can find me. I'm literally on everything. I'm on iTunes, Amazon, Napster, uh, Spotify, Yahoo. Yep, Yahoo, YouTube, Google, <laughs> whatever. I got. I have a profile on everything. Just S K U Z with two eyes. Uh, don't ask about the octopus if you're trying to get some merch. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is my boy Scoozy. We'll see y'all Saturday. Hey, and thank you for having me. Of course. Shawty wanna fuck. Bottles in the club. Shawty wanna hump. You know I like to touch your lovely lady love. Come on. Yeah. Okay, the mama had a swag like mine. She even wear a herd on her back like mine. I make her feel right when it's wrong like mine. Man, she ain't never had a love like mine. But man, I ain't never seen an ass like her. That pussy in my mouth had me lost for words. So I told her back it up like burp. Burp, and I made that ass jump like jerk, jerk, and that's when she, 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 she licked me like a lollipop.